All right, guys, before we get started with the lesson, I got a great lesson coming up for you guys. But before we get started, as you know, my, my niece and my nephew, uh, Christy and Corolla, have been staying with me. And, um, you know, Christy Jr.'s got his little band. Um, and uh, they're, they're really excited about some of the stuff they're working on. So here's a little acapella thing they did. Um, this is Glorm Roxas, the glam folk duo, in their song 127.5 Volt Veranda Fan. Enjoy. I mean, if you can, it's, it's a couple of kids yelling in the microphone. class everyone got your pencils and your little notebooks ready because i've got a treat for you today i've got this is a another one of those master classes um it's, it's not a super advanced topic this is a very easy topic to implement in your games but it's going to be one of those things where you've never thought of this before that you've never thought about using this sort of system and it's it's so simple it's so simple um but today's topic is light and everyone knows you know okay some there's some races in these in these games or now we're calling them species in these games that um you know they they uh they've got the the night vision or the dot vision or the infravision or these things like this um and that's helpful but you're never gonna get a full group you, it, it, it never happens it never happens uh, you you try you try and you you try it you know you're always gonna have that one holdout it's like well oh, but i really wanted to play a human bot i don't i don't want to i don't want to be an elf and everyone else is like oh we've all we've got a whole party of dwarves ready to go and we can you know sneak into the orc compound it's gonna be so easy well, i really wanted to play a bot i really wanted to, I, I you know I, I, i've never got to play a bot before it's always gonna happen and you know what even if you get even if you get the whole group to be dwarves or elves or whatever you what have you there's still the the dungeon master's gonna throw an npc in there you have to get an npc out of the dungeon they're gonna be like you know banging their head on every low beam and stubbing their toes and making all this noise because they can't see it's never gonna work it's never gonna work so you always have to have a light source right you always have to have some sort of light source and that's what we're gonna talk about today because the standard is you know you grab a torch and you go into the dungeon. But that is wrong. So some of you know 
the importance of having a torchbearer in your party. You're a hero. You can't be the one carrying around the torch, right? Like, that's ridiculous. Uh, you know, pardon my language, but that's ridiculous. You can't be the one carrying around the torch. You're a hero. Your job is to go out and be a hero. You need you you need one arm for a sword and one arm for a shield. Or one arm for a sword and one arm for a bigger sword. You know, one hand for a spell book, one hand for a wand. You're always going to have something in in your offhand. You never want to be messing around with a torch. And, 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 you know, even if you don't have something in your offhand, then something's going to come up in combat or in a time when you really need your offhand. You know, you got to switch to a missile weapon on short notice. You know, these are important things to consider. And if you're trying to walk around holding up a lantern, I'm sorry, but you are dead meat. We can't have that. You are the hero. So most people know the solution to this problem. It's pretty simple. You hire a torchbearer. Costs a little bit of nothing. And here's the thing. Here's the thing. There's a little more to it. There's a little more nuance. Because a lot of people can go, I hire a torchbearer. No problem. He carries my torch. It's all good. Well, that's great. Your light situation's pretty much covered. Pretty much covered. You know, the torchbearer is going to die, and you're going to end up carrying the torch out of the dungeon. Sure enough. But, you know, a lot of people think that that's enough, that that's all you need. But that is not all you need. There's more to it. If you follow the simple steps I'm about to lay out for you, you are going to find that torchbearers rise to a whole new level. So first things first, your first adventure, you are going to be carrying the torch. Sorry, that's going to happen. Why? Because you have almost no money. You're broke. You're broke starting out. You've got enough to get you a sword and a shield, maybe, and some armor. And, you know, maybe not even the best armor, but you've got some armor and maybe some provisions. And, you you know, a, a couple of light sources, a couple of extra torches, something like that. And you go off and you do your thing in the dungeon, and hopefully you survive. And if you survive, you can move on to step two. And step two, most people in step two, they're going to get the better armor. Because you've got some cash now. You've got some serious cash now. They're going to get better armor. Or they're going to get a horse. Or they're going to get a big shiny thing to, you know, clobber people over the head with, you know. But that is wrong. That is wrong. You you had enough to get through, you in and out of the dungeon the first time. And anything you can add on at this point, weapon-wise, armor-wise, it's going to be, you know, fractions better. You know, you're going to bump your armor class up by, by, or down by one or two, or your, you know, damage up by a die or something like that. It's not going to be enough to really justify going all out with all of that cash. It's going to be tempting for you. It's going to be very tempting for you because starting out, you've, you've basically probably now got double your money you had when you started just off this one adventure. And all of a sudden you're feeling, you know, you're getting a big head about things, but you you gotta learn to crawl before you learn to walk. So here's what you do with your money. You're going to buy two backpacks. Two backpacks. Why are you gonna get two backpacks, Nate? Give me time and I will explain. Why are you always trying to get me to jump to the very end of the episode, right at the first of the episode? You need to calm yourself. Calm yourself. Because I can hear you out there. I can hear you. I can hear you. What you're doing right now. You're saying, oh, well, we need to know now. We need to know now. You don't need to know now. Let me be dramatic about this, please. 
You're gonna you're gonna understand it and learn it better if, if you let me be a little bit dramatic. So you're gonna get two backpacks. I am going to label these for ease of just memory. Uh your red backpack and your black backpack. Now that's a convention that that my my group has been using for years. Uh, it mainly came from we started with the red backpack and, and uh, the joke was that you know the dungeon master is always going to kill the guy that we gave the backpack to, so it became the red backpack, like the red shirts in, in Star Trek. Um, but that that's where it came from originally. It doesn't really matter. But we've got the red backpack and the black backpack. Um, you're going to get a torchbearer for each backpack. Now, again, torchbearers cost a little bit of nothing. It's a little bit of nothing compared to if you go out and try to buy like a, uh, you try to purchase like a, you know, a two-handed sword and some plate mail, a, a torchbearer is, is, you know, pocket change. So go out and get two torchbearers, two backpacks, and now you're going to load down those backpacks with very specific items. What you're going to do is, remember when we had the episode about how amazing mundane items are? Well, now we're coming back. We're coming full circle. Because you are going to load down these backpacks with these inexpensive mundane items. These very, very useful things. So, uh, the red backpack, you're going to give that backpack to your more intelligent, more cunning torchbearer, okay? And you may need to give them a little test. What we usually do is we set up a little test. You know, we, we'll, we'll te test them, with, give them some riddles. Um, we may give them like, you know, a, a maze to escape from or something. Um, and so you're gonna have, you wanna get, focus on one torchbearer that's very intelligent, a little bit cunning. This guy's gonna stay alive and he's gonna be there when you need him to give you a specific item. And then the other torchbearer, you want someone that's a little bit brawny. That's where you're gonna put the heavy stuff, but not really anything you're worried about losing so much. Um, so he's gonna get the heavy equipment, um, you know, that kind of stuff. He can carry that through the dungeon. We, he, he can sit there and look pretty, but he doesn't have to be smart. So he's gonna get the black backpack. And our red backpack, we're going to put things like uh, bells, bells. Um, this is for making alarms. This is for signaling. Uh, there's any number of things you can do with the bell. I believe there's even some spell components that, if you're using spell components, that's going to be helpful. Now, one thing we'd be careful of with the bells, though, they're very noisy, right? They're very noisy. So each bell you're going to wrap in a small sack, okay? Small sacks, five copper pieces. Five, five copper pieces. You're gonna put them in a small sack and then you're gonna wrap them up in that small sack to keep them from ringing, okay? To keep them from ringing. Um, but then you also have, and you're gonna buy a bunch of these little bells, because bells are cheap. Bells are cheap. Uh, a gold piece, okay? A gold piece. You're gonna buy a bunch of these little bells, you're gonna wrap them in these small sacks. Now, that's dual, dual use here. You've got the small sack, which multiple uses for a small, you know, hemp, a burlap sack, something like that. You know, carry things. You've got things you need to keep separated. You want to separate out certain coins from other coins, things like that. You're, you're all set. But at the same time, these same sacks are keeping our bells from ringing as we're walking along with them in our backpack. Uh, some other things you're going to put in there. Uh, some candles. 
Uh, they're good for the wax. They're good for the light. Um, any, any number of things. Chalk. Chalk is great. Love chalk. Um, use it to, to mark your way in a dungeon. Uh, remind yourself of where you've been. Make signals with it. Uh, you can grind it up into a powder and you know blow it in someone's face. Uh, just uh, all kinds of things you can do with the chalk. And again, cheap. Copper piece. Copper piece. Grab a bunch of them. Uh, you know, fish hooks for fishing, uh, for, for, you know, fishing, you could, you know, not just fishing for actual fish, but maybe you put some line and drop it down into a, you know, a grate in the dungeon and you, you know, hook something and pull it up. Uh, maybe you drop something down there or you see like something valuable down there. You pull it up with a little fish hook, uh, flint and steel for making your fire. You're going to put that in both backpacks, both backpacks get flint and steel. Okay. That way, if one person goes down, you still got a way to make fire, right? There's some other things you can put in there, extra glass bottles, beakers, things like that for your potions, what have you. Uh, if you want to take a sample of the, the water from that pool, um, but you don't want to drink it yourself, but you want to take it back and analyze it in your laboratory, things like that. Get, get the little you know glass vial, things like that. Map or scroll case. Um, great investment. You know, you find some piece of artwork or something in the dungeon you roll it up and put it in the scroll case um you know you find the map in the dungeon roll it up and put it in the map case no no pesky dungeon master is gonna be telling you oh sorry it got into the acid nope i've got it in the i've got it in the scroll case no way no way uh some piece of paper some scrolls things like that to write on you got you don't want to write messages or things like that uh very important um, you also may want to fold up a large sack and put it in there so when you're pulling loot out of this dungeon you've got a large sack to put all that loot in We already talked about sewing needles and thread. Great investment. Um, work funders for you. Here's one you, you probably never thought of. Soap. Soap. Pound of soap, five copper pieces. Okay. Whoa, whoa, whoa Nate, what am I going to do with soap? Listen, listen. Listen to yourself. You know there's got to be a reason for the soap. Calm yourself. Soap is, is an amazing lubricant. An amazing lubricant, uh, especially for you know stonework, woodwork, things like that. You got you got a, a you know stone uh, that you're you're having trouble getting it to budge. You got to push it out from in front of the door. Rub rub that big block of soap, uh, you know, into the into the ground, and you've got this slicked surface. Um, not slick like oil or something like that. Uh, it's just slick enough to help you move it. You know, if you just around the house, you got a stuck drawer. This is what you do. You got old old style wood drawers, old furniture. You get the soap. You just rub a little bit of soap in there. It, it's not liquid, so it it doesn't affect your furniture. It's not going to mess up your furniture, but it's going to make that that uh, drawer just slide in and out, nice and easy. Um, so. Uh, you know, things are stuck in the dungeon all the time, right? You got stuck doors, you got stones to push, statues to move, all these different things. Your dungeon master comes up with all this different stuff. And soap defeats so much of it so easily. And also, everyone in your party is going to smell pretty pleasant because you got plenty of soap for taking baths and showers and things like that. Uh, maybe extra set of thieves picks if you can afford it. Also, if you're play playing in a campaign where they're allowing things like Wolfsbane uh, and, you know, silver daggers and things like that, these garlic, uh, iron steaks, these kind of things, uh, these preventative things for specific deadly monsters, right? If those things are allowed, 
stock up on all of them and put them in this backpack okay that that way you you're set you 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 come up you know come around the corner and you're like oh oh i'm seeing statues everywhere it looks like we got a medusa or something can you bring me that silver mirror please and you know a little torch bear comes to the front we pull out the silver mirror and we're all set to go right so those are the kind of things these are these very technical items that we want to keep very safe um remember you got anything breakable you or that would make noise you're going to wrap it up in small sacks to to limit the amount of noise you can make a, a, a simple version of this uh you know for maybe 30 40 gold pieces um and you're going to be able to keep the weight easily you know under 20 pounds easily and that's all he's going to need to do. This guy, you're going to give him a little, a few flasks of oil. You're going to give him a lantern. He's going to be your lantern guy. Okay. Now, your other guy, black backpack. Okay. He's the big bulky guy, right? So he's going to get a different kind of backpack. He's going to get a heavy backpack. You're going to, you know, again, fold up some large sacks in the bottom. You can't have enough large sacks. There's so many things you can do with a large stack. You can make clothing out of it if you have to. Uh, you, there's so, so many, so many applications. But first and foremost, you have those folded away. So at the end, you know, you're coming out of the dungeon. You don't want to leave all those thousands of copper pieces behind. You fill up those large sacks and you drag those things out. Once everything's dead and you don't have to worry about the noise anymore, you're just dragging sacks of coin. So as many sacks as you can bring. It's very important. Uh, but this this larger bag, this is going to have things. He, he's good. This guy's going to be the legit torch bearer. Okay, he's going to go full on with torches. He doesn't mind the extra weight of having extra torches because he's a big bulky fella. And uh, he's also, you're going to give him the rope. Um, you may, you may give this guy things like pry bars, uh, sledgehammers, things like that, uh, block and tackle, block and tackle. If you've got rope and block and tackle, there's a lot you can do with that. Um, as far as moving from level to level of dungeons, things like that, you can do these things a lot more safely, or you can move large amounts of treasure a lot more safely if you've got the block and tackle and a couple of good 50 foot ropes so this guy is your he's your utility guy okay you're gonna give him the big heavy duty stuff um that your, your smaller guy can't carry as much of you know again both of them get the flint and steel both of them have at least one torch um but your smaller guy he's gonna go more with the lantern and the oils um your bigger guy he's gonna go with the torch uh you know and with a lot of backups Now, you've got your two torchbearers, you've got your two backpacks, okay? Now, as a party, you've got together to do this. So, at, in the end, you're only going to spend maybe 100, 120 gold pieces on this entire setup. And it's, it's basically going to be disposable for you, okay? You lose both of these guys in the dungeon. And you get out alive because of something crafty in there you get out alive because at least you had the soap when you needed it um it was worth it just because you got out alive right uh, with the amount of utility you have from all these items and you're not having to worry about whose backpack they're in or anything you know exact everyone knows exactly where they are at all times if you get that dm that wants to test you well okay i'll, I'll say you can grab it tell me what bags it in you, you'll get that you'll get that dungeon master that's gonna happen that's gonna happen uh 
And everyone's going, oh, is it in my bag? Is it, is it is in your belt pouch? Is it, oh, look, you're flipping through character sheets. He's like, oh, too late. And, you know, the basilisk has turned you to stone. Oh, Nate warned you. Nate warned you this was going to happen. What you needed to do was have the two backpack system, the red backpack and the black backpack, the two torchbearer system. Um, they're carrying everything. They're cheap as can be. You know, torchbearer is going to cost you... It, at the very most, maybe a gold piece a day, but it's probably going to be far less than that. Five silver pieces, something like that. Um, you know, pay your torchbearers well. They're, they're probably going to die, so pay them well. Pay them well while they're alive. But now you've got your system set. Now, if you go into the dungeon and you use up your chalk, when you come back out, you buy more. You make sure you restock everything. And uh, you may get to a point where you want to start taking a few extra torchbearers with you. Or extra backpacks. So maybe you only need the two torchbearers, but you take a mule uh, that has a couple of extra backpacks. And you can leave him outside. Now, if something happens, you lose both your torchbearers. You go back out to the mule. You grab an extra backpack. You, you still got the stuff. You know exactly where it is. And it's, it's not going to cost you much of anything. I um, mean, compared to the things you the extravagant things adventurers are going to buy... Uh, throughout their adventuring career, this is a, a small, a small price to pay for a lot of peace of mind. Because what you end up ha have happening if you don't follow this system is you have an every man for himself mentality, and so every person in your party is trying to min max what they're taking into the dungeon. And that first time or second time, they're really all about like utility, and I gotta make sure I've got everything so I can show everyone how smart I am. Oh, and I'm the one that remembered to bring the, the hemp rope or the silk rope, or, or I'm the one that remembered to bring a needle and thread, like Nate taught me to. Um, but you know, that, that third adventure into the dungeon, you know, when you've been hit by the encumbrance monster, and you're realizing how slow you are from all that stuff you're carrying around, then you end up switching and you end up being like, you know, I'm just going to go with, you know, the leather armor and my short sword so I can backstab easily. And um, it, I, I was too much trouble sneaking around last time. I was carrying too much stuff. And all of a sudden you've got rid of all this util these utility items because it's every man for himself. And no one's con conversing or conveying to each other what things everyone's going to carry. Everyone's just expecting like that people will have the things that they need. And what you have happen is... Everyone gets to, you know, about halfway through second level and you're getting your, you know, maybe second or third adventure into the dungeons and everyone's, everything's been going great. And then all of a sudden it's like, okay, hey, does anyone have an extra provision? Because uh, we got this creature coming at it. I don't think we can fight it, but if we could just throw some food out for it. And everyone's like, oh yeah, uh, I didn't buy more provisions after last time. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't buy, I didn't buy anything else after last time because I, I had to buy my, you know, uh, my longsword uh, and uh, and I, I wanted to get a crossbow and I thought that was really important well, you thought a crossbow was important really you thought a crossbow was important because you know what good is a crossbow if you can't you have nothing to eat okay that, that that's what I'm asking you you know the these are the kind of things that happen though over and over I've seen this over and over in games this every man for himself mentality no one's can you know no one's communicating no one's setting up so you communicate it right off the bat after the first adventure you say hey we're an adventuring party we work together this is our charter we are using the red backpack black backpack system we are using the two torchbearer system patented by nick gilbreth literally patented i have applied for the patent it is pending we will see what happens but you use this system it's going to save lives in the long run, it's going to save lives. It's going to increase your treasure threshold. Your your amount of your treasure yields per adventure will go up significantly. We calculated it at 35% per 
to 40% increase in treasure yield from pre-backpack system to post-backpack system. That is how significant the effects are uh, because you've got extra bags to carry stuff. Just the copper alone from all these bags you're dragging out of copper from having all these extra large sacks makes a huge difference right there, right there. And again, the soap. You, you're going to thing me. You're going to thing me. Because right now, you're, as soon as there's people out there, they're going, this guy's crazy. Soap? I've never bought soap in an RPG in my life. I've never bought soap. Why do I need soap? At some point, that same guy that's saying, why are we buying soap? This Nate guy is crazy. He, he's going to have this moment. He's going to be, you know, getting off of work, um, you know, with tow truck driving job you know and uh, he's gonna be checking in with the dispatch and there's, there's nothing else for him to do and um so he's heading he's heading home because he's got to change clothes because it, you know he's trying to get enough money to get these you know at least pay for a little bit of these um get to college you know and so he's at night he's you know hopping in his girlfriend's car and, and delivering pizzas um, you know, it's, it's a tough, you know, tough life, you know, he's got a lot going on and, uh, you know, he's pulling that, that, uh, that big old rig in front of the, in front of the house there, you know, in front of the little trailer and, um, looking at that, you know, that little Corolla thinking, man, that's, oh, that's my next, you know, six hours right there as, you know, smell of hot cardboard and pepperoni and it's just suddenly gonna it's gonna dawn on him you know that I've, you know, I've been driving my listen to the podcast today and you know not not many of them clicked but uh, that one with Nate man he's right he's right because I am right and um you use this in your games and you are going to start opening up more and more possibilities because the less you're worrying about things like Who's got the rope and, you know, who's got the thieves tools, the extra thieves tools, and who's got the grappling hook and, oh, did we remember to bring a lantern or some oil? Um, you know, the, the less you have to worry about those things, the more you can focus on just being a hero and having the most fun possible. And that's what I'm all about, right? Is, is you know, playing the game the right way, the best way, and the most fun way. And I, you know, I hope I, I've imparted something really special to you today uh, with this system. Uh, because this is no joke. You're going to use this, and you're going to thank me. And um, I'm going to say it ahead of time. You're welcome. This podcast copyright 2020 Randy Bovine Productions. Uh.